Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. Years ago, I stood before 300 witnesses and promised to love, honor, and cherish my wife. I said, Ramona, I solemnly pledge to unclog the drain, even though only one of us has long hair. I promise to love you as we walk through Ikea, as we buy the furniture, yea, even as we assemble it. I will do my best to notice when you have a new haircut and tell you how much I like it. I promise never to hog the covers unless you steal them first. I will warm you when you're cold, take your hand when it's dark, and always offer you the last chocolate in the box. I vow to open jars for you and always say, You loosened it, babe, even though we will both know that it was my manly muscles that opened the jar. (laughs) Okay, none of that is true. Ours was a traditional ceremony, and thanks to a long-suffering wife and God's grace, we've kept those promises. Politicians can't stop making promises. In 1970, Hunter S. Thompson hoped to be sheriff of Aspen, Colorado. He promised to change the city's name to Fat City and to jackhammer the asphalt and replace it with sod, forcing people to travel by foot or bicycle. Reminds me of the guy who saw a truck pass by loaded with sod. He said, man, I wish I was that rich where I could just send my lawn away to be mowed. (laughs) Promises. Ronald Reagan once said, The most terrifying words in the English language are, I am from the government and I'm here to help. (laughs) One of the wildest promises, apart from we will balance the budget, came back in 2012 when a presidential hopeful said, If I'm elected, I will establish a permanent U.S. colony on the moon by 2020. It was a Lunar Tunes promise. The cow may have jumped over the moon, but humans have yet to move there. Back in 98, Russian President Boris Yeltsin promised to remain a force in space exploration. So, the Irish Times ran a headline that became a classic, Yeltsin promises to stay in space. Other politicians have promised a pony for everyone, a chicken in every pot, a car in every garage, even 10 liters of brandy per month for medicinal usage, of course. None of these promises was kept. I was hanging out with my grandson, Seth, and I had to leave for a short time, so I told him I'll be back in five minutes. That's not long at all. He said, promise? I said, promise. Seth smiled. I don't always get it right, but I learned the hard way years ago that my word can be as good as gold or it can be mud. It's impossible to overstate the importance of keeping a promise. Despite our failures, with each promise kept, our kids and grandkids, our spouses and friends come to understand our loyalty, our makeup. Seth trusts me. Sounds like a small thing to some. It's not. It's relationship glue and a reflection of God's character. I'm told there are 8,800 promises in the Bible. Here are just three. He heals the brokenhearted won't reject those who come to him. He won't leave nor forsake you. Three things to hang on to. He won't give you up, toss you out, or let you down. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. These are iceberg-tipped covenants set in concrete from a God who keeps his word. And so, I have written some new vows. Ramona, I promise I will make mistakes, then say I'm sorry. I vow to always let you have the last blueberry pancake. This ring, my dear, is a symbol that you will have me wrapped around your finger until death do us part.
every Laugh Again listener who has graciously shared the impact this ministry has left on your life, thank you. We cherish all your words of encouragement, like Dave who recently wrote, Your videos have really helped to encourage me in a difficult season of my walk with the Lord. To share your experience or support Laugh Again with a financial gift, visit laughagain.org. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter,